Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Sound Heart. I'm going to be speaking tonight from Luke chapter 4. And in Luke chapter 4, we have, beginning at the beginning of Luke chapter 4, we have uh, an account of uh, the what is in traditionally called the, the temptation of, of Christ, the temptation of Christ. So we're going to look into that and also uh, how this leads into uh, the public uh, ministry of Jesus. So with that, let's have a word of prayer and begin our study. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this opportunity to study your word. We ask to be guided by the Spirit, who is the author of the Scripture. Lord, pray that uh, you would guide us, strengthen us, so that we might behold wondrous things out of the book of thy law. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, of course, uh, Luke, the physician, is the author of this particular document, and it is important for us uh, to understand why, uh, in chapter 4, Luke presents to us uh, the temptation of Christ. Now, before we go further into this study, I want to take a look at, in Luke 4, verse 2, we have the word uh, devil. Uh, in the Greek, it is diabolos, diabolos, and uh, it means one who divides, one who divides. So the word devil is not a noun, it is an adjective. So we have the prefix dia, D-I-A, which means through, and we have bolos, which means to throw. So he is the one who divide. It is imperative that as leading ones, we understand the uh, who the devil is according to the scripture, not according to what the church teaches or not according to what tradition tells us, but according to thus saith the Lord. So I'm going to begin reading it, uh, chapter 4, verse 1. So, and Jesus being full uh, of the Holy Ghost returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, in Mark's Gospel, the, this account uh, they said Jesus was heralded or cast into the wilderness by the Spirit. Now, note the the setting uh, in verse uh, verse one. Note the setting. So he was led by the Spirit. And also notice that he was full of the Spirit. So, uh, again, another adjective, full of the Spirit. It means thoroughly and uh, thoroughly permeated with the presence of the Spirit. He was lacking nothing. He was complete. So, now notice 
the preparation before this so-called temptation event. Notice he was prepared to undergo this testing. And the testing, believe me, was was most severe. Now, also uh, another thing I want to bring out, so Jesus in verse 2, the Greek was tempted. The word is hupo. So he was tempted under the devil. And so we have uh, the, the article to, and it is, what, uh, it is a progressive genesis in the Greek. So uh, Jesus was tempted uh, under the devil, um, so or under the diabolos, being 40 days tempted, uh, verse 2, of or under the devil. Another important uh, item to uh, thing to understand is so we have a present no passive participle here for the word tempted, and notice the attitude of Jesus being 40 days tempted under the devil. So he is full of the Spirit and he is obedient to God. Present middle passive participle, and so he has the divine attitude in this encounter. So he is, remember, he is thoroughly permeated with the spirit. He is complete. He is lacking nothing. So, uh, and in those days, verse 2, he did eat nothing, and when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Uh, literally, in Greek, he was starving. Now, it is at this point that the devil comes in, in verse 3. And the devil, remember his character. The word diabolos uh, represents character. He is the one who divides. And notice uh, what is going on in the life of Jesus at this moment. He was hungry. He was starving. So the devil is highly opportunistic. You must remember that. The, uh, the one who divides is very opportunistic. So, uh, verse 3, And the devil said unto him, Not if, but since, thou be, since you be the Son of God, command the stone that it be made bread. Notice the way the Diablos talks to Jesus. And just think about the language. What does he want him to do? Uh, he wants Jesus to step outside of the will of God. Okay? So, and Jesus answered him saying, it's written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. So, command this stone to be made bread. So, that is... So rearrange the molecules of this stone and feed yourself. He knew that Jesus had the resonant power to do so. And so uh, Jesus did not merely quote scripture. Uh, Jesus is the author of the scripture. And uh, so Jesus quotes the word of God. Uh, there is no authority higher than the word of God. It so Jesus said, it is written, 
and stands currently on record. Not merely as we have in the English, it is written. It is written and stands currently on record that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And here the word for word is rima, and it refers to the subject matter of the word of God. Jesus is being very precise. He is not being general. So Jesus does not use the word logos or logos as, as John used in John chapter 1. He uses the word rima. Remember, rima refers to the subject matter of the word. Verse 5. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. So uh, notice the, this is a supernatural event. And notice what the devil is doing. And so he has the power to show Jesus all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Remember, Jesus was tempted under the devil. So that is within the will of God, within the eternal counsel of God, within the decrees of God, God would allow himself to be taken up into a high mountain by the devil in order to what? Uh, to show him that if Jesus, all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, all this power will I give thee and the glory of them. Now notice what the devil said. For that is delivered unto me. And to whomsoever I will, I give it. Notice how many times the devil uses the pronoun I. All this power will I give thee and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give it. He uses the pronoun I, he uses the, uh, uh, the pronoun me. And here in the Greek, the, the pronoun me is uh, in the emphatic position. So, verse 7. If thou wilt worship me, all shall be thine. And so again, if thou, again, uh, we have an, this word thou is, uh, is in the emphatic position, will worship me, that is to do an oriental bow, okay, with, in which your forehead will touch the ground to show complete obeisance, complete obedience, complete surrender unto me. All shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. And notice, Jesus will also say the same thing to Peter, because the enemy will uh, use Peter uh, to try and talk Jesus out of going to uh, his passion and then cross. Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written and stands currently on the record, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. 
So the word worship is an old Anglo-Saxon word, which means to ascribe worth to. To ascribe worth to. The Lord alone is worthy of worship. The Lord alone is worthy of our complete obedience. The Lord alone is worthy of the complete surrender of our wills unto his will. He alone is worthy. He is Lord of all. He is God of all. And thou shalt serve, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If thou be, or since thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. Now, note that what would happen. And notice this, this sensationalism, the notoriety that Jesus would receive if he would cast himself down from the temple and he would not be hurt. What would the people think? What would the people imagine? And uh, here is another attempt on the part of the devil to subvert God's way. Listen. Enemy will always uh, attempt to with stepping outside of the known will of God for our lives. If we do his thing, if we take this shortcut, he will give, he will provide the accolades, the attention, uh, the money, the power. If you go this way, you would have all these things. But you know what the devil can't survive, can't provide for us? Eternal salvation. The devil cannot rescue us from death. The devil cannot rescue us from death. Only Jesus say, when you are tempted, remember, all the devil, remember the words of the Lord. Remember what Jesus did for you on that cross and follow only him. Because God, Please read the book of Ephesians. He has provided for us all spiritual blessings in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus. He can do exceeding abundantly above all that you or I ask or think. Remember your God when you are tempted. Don't fall into sin. Don't plan to sin. Only you will be wonderfully blessed. Good evening.